Welcome to another episode of Cult of Splat. I am your host, Taylor Bartle. And with me, as always, is Garth. Uh, I mean, Kevin Nesgoda. Hey, Wayne. I mean, Taylor. Party on, Kevin. Party on, Taylor. Uh, today, we are joined by a very special guest. He is the co-host of the Grave Plot Podcast, as well as the Grave Plot Film Fest. Uh, he's also a, a budding artist. Uh, so many buds. You, you might know him as Skeletoni, or you might know him as Tony G. That's me. That's I'm, Tony. I'm in the show. Welcome, You've Tony. Made it. <laughs> hey, guys. Podcasts, worlds colliding. Uh oh. It's like that uh, Power Man 5000 song. When worlds collide? That's the one. <laughs> You've heard it. I have. <laughs> Should we not cross the streams either? Definitely don't cross the streams. You said crossing the streams was bad. So today's movie uh, was chosen by Tony. It's from 2002, and it is called Slackers. Uh, this has a, a tomato meter score of 10%. That is so harsh. Is this our lowest move one yet? I think it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audience score is 50-50, so a little better. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people just don't appreciate good comedy. Yeah. I mean, I was watching it last night with my wife and, you know, the 50-50 holds up because I laughed and she fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was watching it with my girlfriend and she uh, like she loves Jason Schwartzman. She loves Jason Siegel. She always says Devin Sawa from Idle Hands every time she sees him. (laughs) I don't know that she's seen Idle Hands, but (laughs) (laughs) you've had an influence on her. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she did not care for this. I mean, that, that tracks. There was at one point when she was like, oh, there's the 10%. I think it was when he was peeing in the shower. Critics consensus says another teen comedy with little on its mind, but moving to the next gross out gag. Slackers strains for laughs and features grating characters. That's like, I feel like that was written by somebody who doesn't appreciate like comedy. That's brutal. That it's really brutal. Really harsh. This is written by David H. Steinberg and directed by Dewey Nix. Two people I've never heard of. I've never heard of them. <laughs> Haven't and, heard of them since. And never will. Yeah, I was going to say never again. <laughs> uh, IMDb quick synopsis. When geeky Ethan, uh, I think you mean cool Ethan. <laughs> it's cool Ethan. Yeah, cool Ethan. Get it right. When geeky Ethan discovers three fellow students scamming the examination system, he blackmails them to win over the college's most popular girl. I don't know if that's true either. Wait, say that again. When geeky Ethan discovers three fellow students scamming the examination system, he blackmails them to win over the college's most popular girl. I don't know that Angela was all that popular. Yeah. She's kind of average as far as the overall student core goes, I guess. Yeah. We don't ever see her like going to parties or like constantly being hit on. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely wasn't the most popular. I mean, in college, like, are there really popular girls? I don't think so. I think they're too big to be, to be like, have yeah. uh, clicks. Or, I mean, maybe they have clicks, but. Um, 
So let's jump right into things. Uh, we start out with a voiceover from Mr. Jason Siegel. Uh, he's on the phone with non-bottled wine monthly. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this part immediately made me think of Kevin. The wino of the group. Does Kevin yes. like box wine? Kevin likes his wine, period. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big fan of box wine, and nor do I make box wine, or will I ever make a box wine. <laughs> um, sorry, I take it back. He's not on the phone with Non-Bottled Wine Monthly. He says he's from Non-Bottled Wine Monthly. Right. He's talking to a box wine company. He tells them that they have been selected as the best box wine on the market. Uh, so you should probably just send over a fucking shitload of it. <laughs> That's a quote. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, oh, we like the, uh, and you can hear someone in the back like, Merlot, Merlot. He's like, we love the Merlot. <laughs> not drinking any fucking Merlot. <laughs> not a Merlot fan, Kevin? No, Merlot's gross. You're, you're a... Uh, Pinot, Cab Sauv, Albarino. I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> to me, wine is... You're saying very... a lot of big words right now, and I understand them, so I'm going to take them as it's, <laughs> it's condescending. <laughs> To me, wine is very similar to beer in that they all taste the same, except for like, like really heavy ones, like like really dark beer that has its own taste. Dark beer, <laughs> and I love dark beer. If, the darker, you, the better. If you blindfolded me and you're like, "What kind of wine is this?" I'd be like, "Wine, red." Yeah, like I can tell the difference between a red and a white. That's about it. That's as far as my taste buds go. <laughs> yeah, it's usually because white wine is sparkling. <laughs> well, that's usually a giveaway. That. that and, I don't think uh, sparkling red wine is very popular on the market. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, so we are sent to Holden University. We're 48 days from graduation. Uh, we see Devin Sawa from Idle Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Along with his friends, Jason Siegel and Big Pete. <laughs> I, can't wa- I can't see that dude without thinking of Pete and Pete. Like, I never watched it, my bro- but my brother... It was right in his wheelhouse. Oh man, I fucking loved it was Pete. And so Pete. good, dance Petunia dance. <laughs> um, yeah, like I always think about throwing a Pete and Pete themed birthday party. That'd be dope. Yeah, and I'm like, but dibs on Artie, <laughs> the strongest man in the world. Um, I still can't see Toby Huss and not think of Artie. Oh yeah, even though he's been in so many things. Uh, so Jason Siegel and Devin Sawa are riding around on a moped. They're circling the the track girls, the cross country track girls, uh, while a string version of Baba O'Reilly is playing, played by the London Philharmonic. It was a beautiful rendition. It was actually very very soothing. It was pretty. It, it was nice. I was like, God, this is gonna like get me in like a, a nice chill mood. <laughs> Uh, they tell the girls that they're from a local sports network and that they're ch- shooting footage. They're going to air later that night. Uh, meanwhile, we see Big Pete chasing down the Airborne Express truck on his skateboard. He like sketches the back of the truck. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marty McFly and the skateboard on it. Sneaks in the back and he steals a bunch of test booklets. Devin Sawa then reroutes all the track girls in front of the truck. So he has to slam on his brakes. Jason Siegel takes a bike and throws it against the back of the truck, throws himself on the ground and starts screaming. The way he does that, it just like hucks the bike at the truck and then just like collapses. It's like, like one of those rag dolls, one of those little dolls that you push the bottom yes. and they collapse, yeah. which you see in later in the movie. Yeah. About 20 minutes in the movie, you see it. 
Like he's screaming, he broke my tibia. <laughs> he doesn't know what a tibia is. <laughs> Meanwhile, Big Pete is like, he's never going to make it. He's supposed <laughs> to work in the kibbutz. And the driver's like, hey, I was in Desert Storm, mister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to this big class where Jim Rash is the TA. Dean, 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 we, we all know he later became the dean. <laughs> yes. This movie uh, is a prequel to Community. <laughs> he relocated to Colorado. Yeah. Green, Greendale, Colorado. Uh, it's the deaniest. <laughs> <laughs> we see Ethan, played by Jason Schwartzman. Uh, eyebrows and all. He's on like a bowl cut <laughs> and this sweet Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's a very sweet Hawaiian shirt. He's sitting next to Angela, our dream girl, uh, played by at this time. She was James King. I think she goes by Jamie King now, but yeah. Yeah. I think cause she was a model before she got into acting. And I think when she was modeling, she went by James. So I think I just earlier in her film career that carried over. Yeah. Yep. Did, she, did she get fake boobs later? Yes, she did. I was going to say, she's she's in uh, Sin City with big boobs. And this, they, she even says she has no boobs. With big rock hard boobs. It's like, <laughs> man. Screw on boobs. Yes. <laughs> Those look nice, but they look real hard. <laughs> they break a tooth on them. Yeah. Uh, They're not guy. fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> I already mentioned Ethan's awesome Hawaiian shirt. He gets up to go get some test booklets and Devin Sawa comes in and steals his seat. Uh, Ethan comes back and he's, they start arguing. Jim Rash is like, you know, Hey, the, the tests are out. So this conversation's not happening. And Ethan's like, he stole my seat. He said, yeah, but we're grown ups, So we don't argue about seats. Yeah. That's think, such a good lie. <laughs> yeah. Like I've met so many people exactly like that in my, in my life. Like the TA. Yeah. It's like such like very, uh, condescending and, and passive aggressive about things like that. Yeah. <laughs> So somebody from Seattle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ethan tells him, you just made my little black book. Whoa. Which, whoa. Oh, that comes later. <laughs> um, we then see that this is phase two of their big plan, human copier. Devin Sawa like, copies down all the questions. He's, he's reading them and he's like, man, I don't know. One of these damn answers. Good thing I'm not even in this class. <laughs> <laughs> but he writes down his number. Gives it to Angela, Dave Goodman, five 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 zero one two two, which I think is like the default fake phone number. Yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking about uh, Last Action Hero. It's like all the numbers start with five five five. That means there could only be one thousand numbers, or no, yeah. ten thousand numbers. He's like, that's why we have area codes. <laughs> Devin Sawa tells Jim Rash he needs to leave because he has explosive diarrhea. <laughs> a good reason to leave <laughs> we go to the dorm where big pete and jason siegel are arguing over whether or not you have to work in gay porn before you can work in straight porn <laughs> uh devon sawa shows up with the test they give it to nat faxon what did i rename him oh god i don't remember fax like, natson no it was like steve jones or something we we did a drunken cinema for club dread and I, Tony was like, oh, it's Nat Faxon. I was like, who the fuck is Nat Faxon? <laughs> He's like, that guy. And I was like, I don't like that name. It was too hard to remember. I'm just called Steve 
Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't aged. He still looks the same. And like, he really Land does. Beer Fest and anything yeah. else he's been in lately. It's just like NFX and the Ageless Wonder. Like, uh, um, what's his name? Samuel um, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson's a good one. Rob Lowe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Although I think Rob Lowe actually does age. He just gets better looking with age. That, that's yeah. true. That son of a bitch. It's like, uh, you know, like, like antique brass. Like the older it gets and the dirtier it gets, like the nicer it looks. It's kind of like Rob Lowe. Yeah. <laughs> or like a nice wine, right, Kevin? Sure. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, they're paying Nat, Nat Faxon to do their homework for him. And he's like, guys, this is this is simple. Like a baby could do this work. <laughs> They're like, all right, don't get cocky. No higher than an A minus, or we dock your pay. Yeah, and they're they're smoking weed, and they like give him a toke, and he's like, maybe you wouldn't need someone to fill out every test form if you stopped smoking these doobie joint smackheads. <laughs> <laughs> and he like takes the puff, and he's like, mm, no, that does not agree with me. <laughs> and uh, I should say that uh, Sam, Jason. Um, no, no, Siegel. Jason Siegel. Uh, he is pre-law. Yeah. And, and we do know that he went on to change his name to Marshall Erickson <laughs> and become a lawyer. <laughs> moved to New York. And later a judge. Right. Judge yeah. Fudge. Judge, judge Fudge. Fudge. And he's also dunking. So his resume later in How I Met Your Mother was correct. Yeah. That's right. Dunk. Yeah, he's dunking. I'm like, Big Fudge. <laughs> Vanilla, <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back back at the class, we see Ethan. He pulls out a um, lint roller and like lint rolls Angela's seat, and he finds one of her hairs. <laughs> uh, but he also finds the test paper with Dave's phone number. <clears throat> Excuse me. So dun dun dun. Uh, we then cut to a daydream of Ethan coming up to Angela while she's having a conversation uh, with her friend Rihanna, played by. Uh, Laura Prepon. Laura Prepon, Donna from that 70s show, right. Karen from How I Met Your Mother. Your mother. <laughs> it's no wonder that Jason Siegel hates her. <laughs> yeah, he knows her all the way from college. Yeah. It's established in multiple timelines. That's right. <laughs> the multiverse it's of the mother. Multiverse. The multiverse of mother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Ethan comes up and he's just like, hey, Angela, I thought that was your sexy ass. <laughs> and just licks her face. And then starts making out with her and Rihanna at the same time. As you do. Yeah. Happened all the time in college. All the time. <laughs> college is where you fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I would know I didn't go, but. <laughs> well, you should go now. <laughs> you can fuck everything. Yeah. It's like allowed. It's encouraged even. <laughs> you can, you can, you can fuck a door. Just, yeah. just fuck everything. It's like and you they'd be like, that guy, he knows what he wants and he's going for it. And then you get a small applause when you're done. <laughs> you go to class and the teacher's like, what are you all doing here? You know, you could be fucking right now. <laughs> yeah, why are you here learning? <laughs> then he takes off his jacket and an orgy ensues. <laughs> oh, college. Those are the days. <laughs> Snap back to real life. Uh, Sam, Jason's Eagle comes up on crutches. He's like, hey, you guys know where Professor Marco's office is? And Ethan says, oh, Professor Marco's office? It's this weird delivery where he like pauses before he says office. And he goes, I think it's right the F over there. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam goes to Professor Marco's office. Professor Marco, thank God you're here. <laughs> uh, Jim Rash is telling him, you know, you can't take the test again. And he's like, I got hit by a truck. 
Like, I just want to take the midterm. I, uh, you know, I, I got a busted tibia, rib cage is tender, my testicle turned blue. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Marcos says, why don't you drop your trousers and we'll examine them? No. <laughs> Jim Rash is like, the color of your balls won't change the fact that you missed the midterm. <laughs> yeah. And his other assistant, who was played by Retta. Right. So this is also a prequel to Parks and Rec. Rec. <laughs> Because she's already doing secretary work. (laughs) She has not evolved that much, but at least she gets into real estate later. That's true. Regal Meagle. Yep. Um, And then she starts running drugs. You've seen good girls. Oh, I haven't seen it. No, she's not running drugs. She's laundering money. That's what it is. Yeah. No, it's a good show. You should watch that. Yeah. My wife, my wife watches it more than I do, but yeah, same. It's like her and Joan and egg. Yeah. (laughs) And Matthew Lillard. <laughs> uh, eventually, Professor Marco says that he can take the office in Jim Rash's office, take the midterm in Jim Rash's office. Uh, we then, he, you know, obviously cheats. He takes the test booklet that uh, Nat Faxon answered all the questions on. Uh, we then go back to their dorm where they're watching the video of the girls running <laughs> just as they drink beer. The, the, elaborate steps that they've gone through in order to cheat on a single test. Like all the, all the things they had to line up like to the, just make to, to cheat on this single test was like, imagine the effort that, that they could, if they would have put that effort into studying. Yeah. These guys are the human equivalent of a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Just going through way too much effort to like knock down a glass of water. Like, right. Uh, we talk about Sam going to law school and like Tony said, changing his name to Marshall Erickson because <laughs> he had to. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Dave is scared to move on. He does, seems to want to stay at college like Van Wilder because they have the best dorm on campus. Uh, but then they're like, what should we do now? And they're like, Lenny's. I guess before that, you, we have the three is a magic number montage. <laughs> right. Because yeah, get- you celebrate in the usual way. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get Blind Melon's cover of three is a magic number. There and we see the guys they're riding on a trio's bike. Uh then they're flying around like Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh fucking well, um shit. What was Damon Saul was? Dave. Dave Dave was Peter Pan. Um Sam was shit. What's the character's name? The, the, where's the top hat? Yeah. And he wears the ninja star danger jack <laughs> nightshirt. Because <laughs> it's comfortable. Holy shit, that's where Marshall Erickson got that. <laughs> And the other guy is Jeff is, is Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we see them as stormtroopers coming over a dune shooting lasers. Uh, we also see him as a Beatles type group performing on stage. They look more like, like lounge singers, like the Rat Pack or something. Oh, that yeah. could be. Uh, and then <laughs> we get this. So Jeff is tied to a bed in a hotel room. <laughs> Sam is wearing lingerie, counting money, and Dave runs in as a superhero. He comes yeah. out of the closet. Oh, was it was it the closet? Yeah, yeah. He comes just, and I don't even know if it was a superhero, but because it, it looks like he's wearing like a title belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might be a wrestler. He's dressed as a superhero wearing a title belt. Yeah, he busts out of the closet, and it's like it's you know it, there's no audio it's just the the song, the song yeah. playing over so you don't know what he's saying but he comes out and he's like pointing at jeff <laughs> at jeff the one who's tied to the bed <laughs> who if anything he's the victim here yeah but he likes it 
And it's so like dark and there's like this green filter over it too. So it's just super uncomfortable to look at. Uh, and then finally we get this rap video where like Dave's got his hair all twisted up like the dude from Cottonmouth Kings. And they're like <laughs> surrounded by all these big titted girls in bikinis. And there's like a car bouncing. <laughs> finally, we cut back to the dorm room and they're like, let's go to Lenny's. So Jeff prints up some birthday club cards. We get the birthday song from the, the crew of Lenny's, which is just Denny's. Right. Yeah. It's literally the exact same logo with an L instead of a D. You guys ever been to a Denny's still had a bar? No. Yes. I don't think so. It was weird. The one in Aberdeen had a bar. Did it? Have you guys seen the yeah. video of the, of the like metal group that performed at a Denny's? No. The guy literally is like, what the fuck's up, Danny? <laughs> Fun fact, my band once played a uh, Mexican restaurant. Sure did. Tony was I there. My band played a bowling alley. I feel like that was more common. It's like lit. You're like lit. Yeah, we played in the lanes, which was kind of fun. Played in the lanes? Oh, in yeah. the lanes? That's wild. Oh, wow. Yeah, they built like a, a stage over like, you know, lanes like eight through 12. <laughs> I'll be damned. Uh, so, yeah, this this song is like, when I say birthday, you say party, birthday. Party. party. When I say party, you say hearty, party, party. Party. Uh, so then we, we kind of get a background on how everybody started cheating. Uh, Sam started cheating out of convenience. He didn't want to take foreign language class. So there was... Somehow he pulled the fire alarm while he was in class or something. I don't know. But he's going to show Dave smoking in the bathroom. That's right. He was smoking a pipe. Yes. <laughs> he's got this fucking pipe like a dad on a 50 sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the teacher, that's not Long Duck Dong, right? Yeah, it is. It is Long mm-hmm. Duck Dong. Okay. So Long Duck Dong is his, I guess, Japanese teacher. Um, Toshi. He, and he's like, you know, we, we must run. We must flee. It's, it's all done like poorly dubbed and everything. Yeah. Kung Fu movie style. Yeah. And Sam is just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay. And he's like, oh, I, I respect your sacrifice. I am a coward. Do not tell anyone. <laughs> Runs out. Uh, Dave talks about how his thing is the seat of doubt where so say it, mean it, believe it. And the example we get is him talking to these twins at a party. And he's telling them, ladies, I'm a commercial airline pilot. They're like, yeah, okay. And he's like, no, no, I am a commercial airline pilot. (laughs) And they're like, cool. Cool. And then they wag wag their butts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like they're like like a happy dog wagging a tail. (laughs) And then Jeff is just like, FBI, I get the ugly one. (laughs) (laughs) Which two things. First of all, they're twins. Second of all, who claims the ugly one? <laughs> Jeff. Big Pete, come on now. Jeff's into dogs. What do you want? Yeah. They were uh, obviously wagging their tails for him. Also, the seed of doubt, I can tell you that I use that on you a regular would. basis. <laughs> I, I tried it in college as well. It did not work as well for me as it did Devin Sapa. I, I don't, I, I mean, don't, he, I've, I've used it on women before. I mean, because who wouldn't? But were you a commercial uh, airline pilot? No, I never like lied about my job. Just you know, just little things. Just your income. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I make three million dollars a year. <laughs> but no, like seed of doubt, it works on people. 
And you know, when you have no scruples about being manipulative, uh, it's a good tool. <laughs> uh, we, we get a shot of uh, Jeff doing his version of cheating, which uh, the way Dave describes it, he says, Jeff wasn't crazy about school. He was just crazy. And we see him taking a test. Michael McDonald is his teacher. Not from, like, not Yamo like, be there. Oh, if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> no, Mad TV, Michael McDonald. Um, look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, despite his long tenure on Mad TV, I think his claim to fame is like having bit parts in a million different TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the hypochondriac on Scrubs. Right. All right. Well, one, one of them. So there was also yeah. a kind. was also a hypochondriac. Um, he was the one that broke his dick on Scrubs. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. He was, yeah, he was the one who would like, uh, would insult people and get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> like he came in with a separated shoulder because he made fun of his grandma and she pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's so good. Um, but he says, you know, time's up, pencils down, and, Jeff just keeps going. He's like, hey, he's wearing like a red hoodie. And so he calls him Little Red Riding Hood. And he says, congratulations. You just got an F. I don't care if you have the cure for cancer. It's not going to matter. And so Jeff takes his test book left to the front. And he's like, do you even know my name? It's like, no, I don't know your name. So he like puts his booklet in the middle. And then he shuffles them all around. And he throws them in the air and runs out of the room screaming. <laughs> Brilliant tact. Um, so we go back to Lenny's. And we cut into the middle of a conversation where Sam is telling Jeff, I'm telling you, man, it works. Next time you're jacking off, he says, sit Indian style. I, I prefer the term crisscross applesauce personally, yeah. but this is a different time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was 20 Dave, years ago. <laughs> Dave's, Dave tells me you are a rabid consumer of porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ethan walks up. He works at Lenny's. He delivers the line that me and Tony give each other every single year. Happy birthday or whatever. <laughs> Dave tells him his name is Tom Weaver. Are you ready, Weaver? <laughs> Come on to Weaver. <laughs> Jeff tells him, hey, if you're done trying to hide the baloney pony. <laughs> is that a euphemism? Yes. <laughs> what does it mean, Taylor? Uh, you can probably figure it out. Oh, okay. fat, fat dick. Meat, meat horse. <laughs> Dave says this is his third party or his third birthday this week. <laughs> we then see the guys playing basketball. Vanilla Thunder's throwing down. <laughs> With ease. Uh, Ethan shows up, walks through the cheerleaders who are practicing. And I love, somebody like makes a shot. He's like, oh, yeah, give me seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like trying to talk to him and they're all ignoring him. They're like, get out of the way. You're going to get hurt. He like grabs a rebound and throws his elbows. <laughs> Full on Frank Bukowski. <laughs> Tony doesn't get that reference. Nope. You son of a bitch. I don't do the baskets balls. Uh, back in the locker room, Ethan shows Dave the proof that he cheated. Uh, we get just a sliver of Devin Sawa's ass and it's as firm as a George Beach. <laughs> <laughs> you can bounce a roll of quarters off that one. Uh, but they're like, all right, what do you want? A Euro pass? <laughs> Ethan's like, no, but I want Euro pass. <laughs> he says, I want you to help me get a girl. 
Jeff's like, this is college. Bag your own bitches. <laughs> She's not a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, he tells him, you know, that he wants their help getting Angela. And he's like, they, they're like, all right, how do we get a hold of you? And he's like, they call me Cool Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed, nobody calls him Cool Ethan. <laughs> no. We then get a look inside Ethan's dorm room, and he has a shrine to Angela. He's got like a video playing of her. And he's got all this stuff. He's like, everything in here, you've touched it, uh, including a, a doll made of all the hairs that he collected. And he says, I've been watching you everywhere you go. <laughs> he then puts her panties on his head. How did he score a pair of her panties? Right? They were big panties. though. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were granny panties. <laughs> but he puts those on his head and uh, pours some hot candle wax on his hand. And you can figure out where the rest goes. He presumably grabs his. Yeah. And he then screams. Yeah. yeah. See his hand go out of frame and he screams. So not uh, high, but it goes low. Yeah. You can put that together. Uh the next day, Dave shows up. Ethan tells him no one comes into Ethan's rooms. Ethan's rules. He's like, all right, well, we're gonna help you get the girl. What day? Let's say Monday. <laughs> Tuesdays are better. Like, Fine, it'll be a Tuesday. Okay. I like you. I'll probably give you a nickname. <laughs> Uh, Jeff goes to Angela's room to try and get some intel on her. We see uh, Rihanna in there masturbating, including pointing with her vibrator at Angela's room. Yeah. And it was like a cacti dildo thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was ribbed for her pleasure. That's for sure. Yeah. She's so sweaty. So, so sweaty. <laughs> Jeff goes in Angela's room, steals her emails, gets like a whole dossier off her computer. Uh, he loads them onto a zip disk. Because we're yeah. zip disks. <laughs> I had a zip disk in college <laughs> for you kids. You know, that the, the save icon that used to be a physical thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was not they, uploaded to a cloud. The cloud did not exist yet. Yeah. And before CDs became the next viable uh, storage device, they tried to make it was basically like the same as like, I don't know, like switching from uh, film to vhs or betamax it's like they basically just took the old style of of data saving and made it bigger (laughs) yeah (laughs) bigger bigger and chunkier that's basically what zip disks were yeah instead of holding 1.44 megabytes it held like 20 maybe at most 25 it's funny because my phone holds more than that Yeah, yeah like multiple times over uh sam then says, you know, let, let me talk to her. I know how to talk to women. Treat a girl like dirt. She'll stick to you like mud. We, we then see him. Best scene in the movie. Yeah. We got to him walking through a club in his underwear, in his tidy whities No, he's wearing like a bikini or like a. It's like, like a Speedo. Yeah. It's like his black set of pair of underwear. It's got a drink and a cigarette. <laughs> he bumps into Gina Gershon. Yes. He spilled, he splashes her drink on her back. That's right, he doesn't intentionally. Yeah, he, yeah, he just throws it like on her back. back. She turns around and says, yells at him, I don't remember what she says, but he says, why don't you watch where you're going, you stanky ass biatch? <laughs> she says, fuck you, cocksucker. And he calls her a slut. She calls him a shithead. He calls her a hoe. And oh. she, calls her, she calls him monkey boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then his, his peck starts twitching and you can figure out where the rest goes. They, 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 they leave it to our imagination, but 
Sam knows how to get the bitches. Yes. Is, is what they're saying. Yeah. He knows how to turn on Niagara Falls, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. I can't do it. It's, it's, I've been unsuccessful for 40 years of my life. <laughs> uh, Dave then goes to Angela's class to talk to her. He's got, he's got his pipe again. <laughs> you with the pipe. Our new friend with the pipe. What's the formula for finding critical mass? Um, true. True. <laughs> And then he winks at Angela. <laughs> but he gives Angela a, a matchbook that's got cool Ethan on his unicycle printed inside. It's funny because Jeff keeps printing off all these things and like supposed to look like so like professional and like awesome. And like by today's standards, it just looks like fucking garbage. Yeah. yeah. And it's like freaking from a dot matrix printer too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great character in Spaceballs, the movie. Yep. <laughs> Played by Joan Rivers. <laughs> That's right. We then see Dave go to Angela's parents' house to try and collect some some dirt on her. Uh, he says he's from the Census Bureau. The dad is like, aren't you a little young for census work? And he's, well, I'm not a GS-11. I'm only a GS-4. <laughs> Which sounds very government. Yeah. But her dad is like, he's got a pink polo with like a white sweater tied around his shoulders. And he's clearly hammered. Yeah. And gin and tonics, I assume. Some cocksucking GNTs. <laughs> cocksucking GNTs, I tell you what. I know that much. Um, uh, Dave says, you know, I'm going to need your dependent's passport, birth certificate, social security card, diary, and vaccination report. And so he goes off to get that. Meanwhile, Jeff is there uh, with what we assume at the time, spoiler alert, is Angela's mom. Dave, you mean Jeff's not in the scene? Yes. Uh, but, you know, she says that she decorated the whole house. She's like, yeah, I love to decorate. I like to garden. I do decoupage. I love to suck cock and I arrange flowers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what was that? And then she just like, oh, <laughs> just opens her mouth and goes to town. You got to admire her gumption, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Sam and Jeff talking about they found a like ideal guy quiz that Angela took. And it says that her ideal guy has childlike wonder, maturity, blue eyes, honesty, and knows what to say without being told. Does that sound like anyone you know? Dave. Me. Well, me. Jeff says, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Whitaker has blue eyes? I think so. Oh. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. The black guy? Yeah. There are yeah. black people with blue eyes. Not usually i don't know because I, I never can pay attention to what color they are because one's looking over there and one's looking over True. there hard to keep track of them we see dave leave and uh, angela's dad kisses her mom and then wipes his lips he's like oh that's kind of salty <laughs> uh, we see ethan riding a unicycle with a whole like unicycle crew but he's kind of like trailing off because he's not very good at it He's like, hey, homies, I'm going to break off and talk to my friends. And they're like, all right, whatever, idiot. So like even the unicycle nerds don't like cool Ethan. (laughs) But they tell Ethan, look, Angela volunteers at a hospital. So we want you to go there and talk to her. And he's like, nope, no hospitals. You guys are out unless you find a new place. I'm not going to a hospital. Like, it's a beautiful hospital. Ethan says, that's what they said before. And that's it. That's the end of the scene. No follow up. (laughs) 
They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, so they tell him to tell Angela that Ethan has a girlfriend because it's less threatening. So he goes there and he starts talking to her about his girlfriend. They go in to meet this elder woman named Mrs. Van Graff. Uh, Angela's like, so Mrs. Van Graff, why'd you move here? And she's like, oh, I came here for work. I worked the docks. And she like leans into Ethan. She's like, I used to be a whore. Then one of these. But she like, she does it with a twist. Right. Which is yeah. an interesting well, it's maybe strange a little bit. Like, nope. Yeah, that's not how you do it. No. Unless, no. maybe it is. I don't know. It's not like that game back in the day where it's like, twist it. Bop it. <laughs> Pull it. But she starts choking and Look, she tells if Angela. you haven't had a gal twist your dick while she's doming you While she's bopping it. Then, <laughs> then you haven't lived, my friends. Uh, Angela goes to get the doctor. And Mrs. Van Graff is like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm so hot. And she like rips her top open and pulls her titties out. Which are also rock hard. <laughs> Ethan's like, do you need a fresca? <laughs> That would be my response too. Well, she says she needs a sponge bath, and she's like, "Sponge me!" <laughs> and so he starts like sponging down her chest, and he's like, "Just on the boobies, then?" Or <laughs> it's at this point, of course, that Angela and the doctor walk in, and they're like, "You're not supposed to do that." And Ethan says, "Oh, it's fine. The dirty old whore told me to do it." <laughs> Uh, Dave goes and talks to Angela again. She says, hey, look, I'm, I'm doing the study group tonight. Why don't you, you join me there? Uh, we then see Angela talking to Rihanna about how she's getting the special tingle for Dave. In the vagina. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> getting rid of all mystery. We see him go to the study group. They end up bailing because it's too boring, I guess. Dave says, who cares about the stuff? And some nerdy guy's like, uh, about a billion Alpha Centaurians. Yeah. <laughs> he high fives with another nerd. Uh, so they go to the tennis courts and they're like stargazing, hanging out and they kiss. But Dave shuts it down. He's like, no, you know, my friend Ethan likes you, so I can't do this. She's like, who's Ethan? Oh, this is the part where my girlfriend said, there's the 10%. We see Jeff in his dorm. <laughs> oh, Yeah. With a sock on his dick. <laughs> the sock has his face and it is singing. He's doing like, like you, you can't think too hard about this scene because the It'll more you do, the, the less it'll make sense. Yeah, he's singing. Uh, Shall we come around the mountain? Yeah, you should probably get high on some sort of drug before <laughs> watching this scene. <laughs> And they're like harmonizing. So it's not, yes. it's, it's not like it's Jeff's voice. Right? <laughs> also, Jeff is saying she'll be riding six, five horses, six, five horses. When she comes, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Oh, Dave goes and talks to Ethan in the library. And he's like, you know, Ethan's talking about how he's, he always pictures her smiling and laughing and screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> Dave's like, I thought you said you love her. And he said, I do love her. I love her completely. And I hate her. And I hate her completely. That's something I want us to work out together in a little locked room. 
Then he falls down the stairs and gets up. And he's like, this is when you really start to get a grip on what a fucking psychopath. Yeah, like just how yeah. weird Ethan is. Uh, we find out Angela also volunteers at a homeless shelter or a soup kitchen, I guess. <laughs> so so Ethan, what they like to call a soup kitchen. <laughs> Ethan goes there and he starts again. So he starts talking about his girlfriend. Angela's look like, like, look, I know you don't have a girlfriend and you like me. And he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I like you as a friend. You're the sweetest thing. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I let you on. Yeah. He's like, oh, I led you on. I'm so sorry. But she says, well, I'm glad to hear that because I like someone else. And it's your friend, Dave. Ethan goes, Dave, fudge. Which is another thing we do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> fudge. Uh, we then, Ethan then daydreams about giving Angela a sponge bath while Dave is tied up to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just watching going, no, no. Which looks like a scene out of like Darren Aronofsky film. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> Cut back to the soup kitchen and Ethan's just like, I don't know what cream spinach or something. He's something. Like, yeah. And he's just like rubbing his fingers through it. And this homeless guy is like, does that feel good? <laughs> <laughs> and then he like throws it on the, on his plate. And again, I'm going to use a word from the movie that I would not normally word use, but this guy says, I'm not eating that shit. You fucking retard. <laughs> and Ethan says, nobody calls me a retard. You freaking hobo. <laughs> uh, that's the one I use all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, so later that night, Ethan comes to Angela to apologize. He brings her a poster of a monkey that says, I'm bad. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't get it. And I'm like, I don't get it. And he's like, but that's not all. I also brought you uh, this little gnome. This is like a bag of gifts that you'd buy at a scholastic book fair. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is night one of Hanukkah stuff. Like, um, he says, you know, this, this way you'll, you'll know that we're always friends. Gnome matter what? <laughs> she says, Ethan, that's a troll. He says, no, it's not. Gnome, it's not. <laughs> and then he pulls out the little collapsible doll thing that we talked about earlier. He said, I also got you this little leprechaun. And she said, I don't, okay, that one I don't get. He said, well, I'll be your best friend until you steal my pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> because nope. that not make sense. Don't do that. <laughs> um, let's see. They go to Dave and Angela go to the study group again and they bail again. This time they go to the pool and jump out of the rafters. Which looked awesome. Yeah, I'd be really like terrified that I was going to go all the way to the bottom of the pool and break and, your like, leg and fracture my tibia and break <laughs> my tibia. <laughs> Uh, we see Ethan looking for Angela. He hugs the wrong girl. He's like, yeah, so what? <laughs> uh, he's losing his mind at this point. Yeah. yeah. He, he finds one of Angela's hair at the tennis court. He's like, using your new shampoo. <laughs> he was so excited. But, he, but he's, yeah, he's like giggling to himself like a madman. Yeah, he's 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 cracked. <laughs> yeah. Dave and Angela have a towel fight and then fuck on the pile of towels. Because that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. College, uh, right? College. I was on the swim team. It's exactly what happens. Wait. Uh, real quick, we cut to Jeff and Sam, and Jeff is like, something's wrong. <laughs> and we're back. 
Oh, I want to get a Nerf hoop again. That made me want a Nerf hoop. We had one in <laughs> high school and in college. <laughs> I think those are like issued to you in dormitories, aren't they? I think so. Along with the little <laughs> whiteboard you put on your door. Right. <laughs> uh, Ethan finds Dave and Angela and he films their, their post-coital conversation where Dave is telling him, hey, be my friend, Jeff, you know, we, we can control the power on campus. We also find out that Angela's real mom is in St. Louis and Dave real quickly is just like, well, that's a relief. Yeah. Because you're well, who I thought was your mom blew me. <laughs> I bricked in her mouth. Twice. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a while. <laughs> uh, Ethan shows the tape to Sam and Jeff. He tells him he's not our friend. What? <laughs> um, at this point, we find out Jeff might be gay, right? Because yeah. he tells he tells him, "Hey, we're all getting screwed here. We're getting screwed by the system that tells us that we have to like girls. Like, why can't we just hang out with a bunch of guys? You swim, you row, you boat, you eat, you stink. We can just be guys. You can have sex. You can do it many guys at a time, time, and it's not gay. <laughs> it's not." <laughs> Later in the scene, he's like, guys, I just want you to know, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> like, uh-huh. But Sam gives Ethan everything they have on Angela. So Ethan goes to her dorm that night, and he's outside with his guitar singing, oh, Angela, I'm the kind of guy who will not insist that you go on the pill. <laughs> I'm cool with splitting the bill and I'll kill who you want me to kill. <laughs> Whoa. Your eyes are like two, two shining <laughs> blue rockets in the sky. Come and take me away. And there's something about like, I promise not to hurt you. I hope by, but maybe by accident, but I'll try not to. <laughs> and then somebody like yells, Hey, new wave boy and hits him in the nose with a Frisbee. Girl, also another thing you're issued upon going to college yeah <laughs> and a hacky sack yeah uh the girl who just busts out of this random door is like hey shut the fuck up <laughs> and he continues while flipping her off yeah. <laughs> uh we see that rihanna has this like gimp guy <laughs> like a ball gag and a leash on and she says you know hey Invite him up. Maybe maybe he's good in, in the sack. The little ones always are. Because <laughs> they have to try hard. So she invites Ethan in. Bandages him up. He tells her that he loves her. She shoots him down. Says she's in love with Dave. So at this point, Ethan tells her, look, Dave is using you because I paid him. He said, I, I warned him. I said, don't taint her with your octopus ink. <laughs> <laughs> what does that fucking mean? Uh, Dave shows up and Angela asks him she said did you seduce me based on a deal you had with Ethan so she didn't specify because he paid you she just said because of a deal and so since Dave's in love with her he tells her the truth he says yes Ethan goes oh shit (laughs) (laughs) so Dave punches him in the face he tells Ethan you don't love her Ethan says I do tonight hey oh Uh, Ethan's idea of seduction is to just kind of like rub Angela from head to toe and just try and try and clear all the bad energy out. 
And then he starts like, Claire. (laughs) Uh, She says, you know, you can stay, but you have to sleep on the couch. So we see him, we see him sleep on the couch and talking to his hair doll. And uh, he puts his dick on the couch. (laughs) As you do. I wonder if there's a bag of warm mayo in there. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, okay, hair doll, but you have to be quiet. We see Sam and Jeff hanging out on the roof and there's like, there's a van up there. Yeah. As many times as I've watched this, I never noticed that until this time. There's like this whole little bungalow set up up there. Yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. It's a, it's a sweet setup. But Sam tells Dave like, Hey, you know, you let a girl get in the way and you're out. And Jeff is just like, whoo, you sure did fuck up. <laughs> Not so much that you fucked up as you fucked up. Uh, Jeff also tells Dave, you look, you know, it's, it was your fate to meet Angela, but it wasn't your fate to be with her. Just like it is my fate to one day become Shogun. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you realized how fucking blitzed Joe, uh, not Joe, Jeff is. Yeah. And then he can, does he fall over? I think he can barely stand. I don't remember if he falls over. Yeah. After um, Dave leaves, he, yeah, he just yeah. falls <laughs> fucking face first. Uh, Dave goes and sleeps it off in a field somewhere. <laughs> he wakes up to a choir singing I Saw the Sign by ABBA. What? I thought it was Ace of oh. Base. Or Ace of Base, yeah, sorry. <laughs> same diff. Yeah, um, same band. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Love that song. It's like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> All right. No judgment here. Uh, we see he has some visions of Ethan with various people. First, he's with the twins from earlier mm. uh, we then see ethan with cameron diaz as herself yeah <laughs> and then dave's mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is topless like, oh that's my mom <laughs> why, why are the only boobs in this movie old women <laughs> yeah don't know oh that's my mom <laughs> um but back in real life he sees a big sign that says the rest of your life starts here and so he runs back to the door and he says, guys, I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes. <laughs> I got to be with Angela. He said, so I'm, I'm done lying. I'm done cheating. And for whatever reason, there's a chain link fence in their dorm. And Sam is in there. And he's like, I have to say something to you. I think I need to do it out of the cage. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes out, they make up, they hug. Jeff's like, one, two, three, four hard nipples. <laughs> We find out that they've got a bunch of intel on Ethan because as Dave says, when you only see two of us, watch out because the third one is probably rifling through your shit. So we saw him go to Ethan's dorm, steal a bunch of stuff, fart in his bed. (laughs) (laughs) They go to this firm of Stockton, Upright, and Falk, which both Jeff and Ethan were trying to get a job at. Uh, Sam pretends to choke and Dave saves him. Uh... Who is this guy with the wonky eye? I know I've seen him in tons of stuff. The only thing I can think of right off the top of my head is Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. I "I think he stole his wallet. That guy. Yeah, he stole his wallet. I think he stole his wallet. Uh, But he comes up and he starts talking to Dave. Dave tells him his name is Ethan Dulles. Meanwhile, Sam calls Ethan from the office phone. He's like, you know, I know I look good, but I'm still pretty shaken up. So could you just leave me alone? (laughs) Need some privacy here. But he calls from the office phone so that the caller ID, when he calls Ethan says Stockton upright and Falk. 
Uh, Dave goes and has an interview with Leonard Leonard. <laughs> Played by the dad from Freaks and Geeks. Fucking Joe yeah. Flaherty. Yeah. Comedy genius. Yeah, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Count Floyd. <laughs> Dave just completely tanks the interview because he's pretending to be Ethan. Uh, Leonard Leonard says, describe yourself in one word. I, I would say slave to the freaky ass booty. <laughs> That's not That's one word. <laughs> Under activities, you have smoking blunts with the homies and busting caps <laughs> in waiting. <laughs> Doesn't he like he kicks back and puts his feet up on his desk and yeah. I think he's wearing slippers? Yeah. Yeah. And then he like gets in his ear and he's like, hey, me and you, we're gonna handle some shit. <laughs> we see Jeff go to Professor Marco's office. Uh, he tells Regal Meagle that he's there to replace a computer mouse. He, he then steals the tests. We see Ethan singing Oh Angela in the shower. He's got a big A shaved in his chest hair. <laughs> And he pees in the shower. So much pee, too. That was just like. Very yellow, too. That guy, yeah. You should probably hydrate. Yeah, you should hydrate. And also get his urethra looked at because that's just free flow. <laughs> it's like you'd think if you were going to pee in the shower, you might like aim towards the drain. But he was just going. Because well, he like, was dancing. Yeah. yeah. It's like going down his legs. Uh, Ethan shows up at Stockton Upright and Falk for his interview. Leonard Leonard obviously is like, Ethan Dulles is here. You better not let him up. If you let him up, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. <laughs> Ethan tries to rush, pa- rush past the security uh, and literally gets thrown out like Jazz from Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> we see Dave run into the, the class where Angela is. Um, of course, Jim Rash, you know, chastises him but he confesses everything to angela he tells her that ethan blackmailed him that it wasn't you know you didn't pay him tells her he loves her some guy stands up he says i'm pretty sure i'm in the wrong class, class. that was really moving <laughs> <laughs> so everyone starts clapping ethan walks in right as everyone's clapping he jumps up on the desk he's like we well, are just mr party pants aren't you <laughs> he says i have evidence this man is a cheater so everyone starts clapping again Real quick, no. blink and you miss it, but there's Charlie's mom. Really? Yep. <laughs> Charlie Kelly's mom, Mrs. Kelly. <laughs> drinking uh, on Christmas. Um, <laughs> fucking Miss... Um, oh, shit, from Pee Wee. Mm, Fine. No, yeah, I don't know her name either. Uh, keep going. Uh, Angela doesn't believe Dave, obviously, until Sam and Jeff show up. Jim Rash says, you know, if you're not in this class, you need to leave. And Sam says, I am in the class. Sam Schechter. I got hit by a fucking bus. Here go. Yeah. Miss Yvonne. Yes. There you go. That was her name. Um, they show Angela proof. They also show her Ethan shrine to her. Did you know King of Cartoons was Blackula? No. No. Neither did I. <laughs> All right. But now you know. T-I-L. <laughs> Sam says, look, if you don't want to be with Dave, that's fine. I just want to make sure you don't want to, you don't get hacked up by eyebrows there on your wedding night. <laughs> they show her the hair doll. Uh, and Ethan says, it fell out of your hair that way. <laughs> Jeff then calls the TA on the phone and says, you have a cheater in your midst. Uh, meanwhile, Ethan's like, 
I even had a nickname for you. Want to know what it was? I'm not going to tell you. All right, it was Laser. Laser. Jeff tells Jim Rash that Ethan has a copy of the exam. So he goes up and he asks him for it. He hands it to him because he he thinks it's the one that has Dave's phone number on it. But so he hands it to him and Jim Rash says, this is the copy of the test that we're taking right now. So you're in violation of the honor code. Ethan says, that's not mine. He says, you just handed it to me. me. (laughs) Ethan says, are you crazy? He says, I think you're crazy. He goes, like looks past him and goes, what? And then runs away. (laughs) (laughs) Grabs the test and takes off. Meanwhile, Sam and Rihanna reenact the Gina Gershon scene, call each other the same insults, and then just start going to town on each other. This is all pre-Lily. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, Dave and Angela start kissing and everyone starts applauding and it's the most rom-com moment of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, and Ted, uh, Ted Mosby shows up. He's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, we then get the Animal House montage at the end telling us what happened to everybody. I guess it's not really that much, but we get a voiceover of Dave saying that they got kicked out of school. Uh, so they all learned a lesson, except for Jeff. He learned a different lesson, how to print diplomas. <laughs> Find out Dave and Angela are still together. And then Ethan s- sings just the best song. <laughs> yes. He's at Lenny's playing the piano. A grand yeah, piano. Yeah, this is a fucking baby grand in the middle of a fucking restaurant. <laughs> a diner. Yeah, like yeah. a diner. Yeah. And it's, uh, I love you, but I hate you, which brings to mind. How much I love you. We could have worked this out, you know, in a little room, in a little locked room. I'm sorry you had to settle for Dave, the one dimensional man. He's filed under cocksucker in my little black Black book. book. Sweetness can rot your teeth. Bittersweet. For me, but you hold the key, you hold the key to my little locked room. You hold the key, you hold the key to my little locked whoa. Please let me out soon. And he looks right into the camera and goes, I love you. I love you. And that's when the credits roll. All right, so Tony. 10%? Since this was your pick, tell us why you love this movie. Oh, dude, it's fucking hilarious. Like, every second of it, second of it is funny. And it's like, you know, a lot of college movies, um, like, they focus more on, like, the academia part. And it's like, you know, a lot of people that go to college, I, I didn't go to like a university or a, a four-year college. I went to community college. So my experience was a little different, but I feel like a lot of times, like the things that people remember from college are the things like the dumb shit they do with their friends, not so much what they learned. Yeah. And I feel like this movie represents that very well. And it's like, I've always kind of considered myself somewhat of a bullshit artist. <laughs> bullshit artist. <laughs> um, and so, like, I identify with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's very 
funny and clever. Um, and while like it, it's it's clever while presenting itself as like a as a dumb college movie, um, and yeah, I just it's got a great cast. I mean, um, you know these guys who most of them went on to to more substantial careers, um, you know, just kind of getting started. Um, but they're just they're so funny and like I feel like these guys are actually genuinely like. They've been friends for years, you know, and they've yeah. found this camaraderie about like being fucking cheaters. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk in circles, but there's a wholesome it's... message about this film. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship I mean, lasts forever. Yeah, and sometimes cheaters do prosper. <laughs> yeah, especially if you can print a diploma. Yeah, and you get to bang models. Yeah. And Laura Prepon. Yeah, and, and Bigfoot redheads. <laughs> yeah. Karen. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, Tony knows, but yeah, I love this movie as well. Uh, a big thing on this show is if a movie is quotable, and this movie is definitely quotable. Infinitely quotable. <laughs> like, even out of context, like, Tony and I will just randomly go, he broke my tibia! <laughs> like, and we'll just sit there and laugh and laugh. Yeah, it's like, like I said earlier, like, every time, or not every time, but like if we fuck something up or we like, like even when we're doing, when we're doing our show, like if we lose our place or something and just like fudge. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, but my girlfriend after this was over, she was like, I think this is boy funny. I was like, I think you're right. <laughs> I think that's why the audience is 50 50. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what are your thoughts? Had you seen this before? Yeah, I see. I caught. I saw it like um, when I was actually in college and living in a dorm at the time. Um, like me and my roommates, we wouldn't watch this in the theater with uh, the girls we were dating at the time. And yeah, they hated it. We loved it. Um, so it's boy funny. It is boy funny. Yeah, there's multiple instances where this is boy funny. <laughs> you know, 20 years ago and today. So yeah, um, no, I love this. I, I'm yeah, it's funny. Like. It made me become a fan of Jason Siegel um, just because like, you know, as Tony said in the beginning, it's like the part where he just throws the bike against the back of the truck and just like kind of melts into like, <laughs> he broke my tibia. I just like that dude has something like he'll be big. And- no, I, love- <laughs> I mean, sorry, that whole part, like he's got the bike and he's got the, the bike's already, already mangled. Yeah. 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 And you're just like, yeah, the, the physical comedy of this movie, too, that we can't like really get into on a podcast, but just like like Jason Schwartzman just bounces off the walls mm-hmm. like he's yeah. ridiculous. And then like like you guys were talking about with uh, Sam, you know, when he does this little melting move. Um, yeah, like not just the jokes, but the physical comedy, too, is great. It's funny seeing like if you if you're familiar with um, Jason Siegel from like How I Met Your Mother or, um, you know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall or things like that. He, he he he's almost like Ben Stiller in the in the way that he plays a very similar character in a lot of things. Yeah, this is so polar opposite to any character he plays in in, in those kinds of roles. Um, it, it's funny if you haven't seen this before to to watch this and be like, I can't believe that's the same guy. You know, he's playing. like he plays a good dick in this. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But <clears throat> um, there's also like there's so many. 
little tiny moments that when you the, the, they just pass you by and you don't think anything about them. But then when you stop and think about it, it's just like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like there's a part where Sam's eating mac and cheese and he just goes, the shit is cheesier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That part like it reminded me like we were in the dorm and like we had just watched this movie. Um, like it was like literally a week before. And there's, we had this roommate who was never there. He was like, you know, basically moved into his girlfriend's dorm. But he had like this huge Costco thing of mac and cheese. And, you know, one night we're just like me and like my other two roommates were hanging out. We're like, we just got back from like Jack and Bots. It's like two or three in the morning. We're watching cartoons. We're a little drunk. And these two like completely wasted dudes come in and they're like, hey, is Matt here? And we're like, no, Matt's not here because we forgot to lock our door. And they're like, oh, we're sorry. And then they're like, you know, they kind of like follow each other, like leaving our dorm. And all of a sudden we hear this rustling in like our pantry and like we get like then hear the door close. We're like, did they get in their pantry? And we like get up and walk out over and like there's like a trail of mac and cheese like leading to the door. And now these guys are just running down the parking lot <laughs> with like our roommate who's never there, mac and cheese. Fuck you. <laughs> He's mad here. No, Matt's not here. Sweet. We're going to take all his mac and cheese. <laughs> or like when jeff's looking he's got a porno mag and there's like a girl with like black wings on or something he's like hello dark angel (laughs) (laughs) just these stupid throwaway lines but like when you stop and think about it you're just like what the fuck are they saying yeah it's like you really get the impression that like you know so many movies and tv shows like scene starts and it looks like the conversation is just starting you like a lot of times in this movie almost every scene it seems like you're coming in in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck were they even talking about? <laughs> yeah. All right. So any other last thoughts? If you're a guy, watch this movie. It's, it's on prime right now. If you yeah. have Amazon prime, go check it out. Um, yeah. It's apparently it's boy funny. So yeah, <laughs> I think that's the conclusion we've come to. Yeah, no, I mean like it's, I feel like a lot of people don't know about this movie and that's a real shame Yeah, because it's, it you know, it came out what, 20 years ago. Exactly. And 20 years ago, exactly 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, e- even when it was in the theater, I don't think it really got a lot of attention. No. And it just, when it came out of video, it just kind of fell into obscurity. I'm actually really surprised that it's on prime because a lot of, you know, a movie like this doesn't typically get picked up on a lot of streaming services. It just kind of like, you know, you got to go find a DVD of it somewhere. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. The budget for this was actually $14 million Holy and it made 6.4 in the box office. Ouch. Yeah. Um, but no, this was, I feel a very underappreciated movie and it is so funny. Um, it's not like, you know, like witty humor, you know, it's just, it's like, not high art. Yeah. It's no. Just, it's a dumb college movie, but you know, for dumb as far as dumb college movies go, is it's really fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it, it almost feels like a National Lampoon's movie. Yeah, I was thinking that. It, yeah, it definitely had that, like, you know, that sense about it. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I think I said my piece. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up another episode of Cult of Splat. Uh, thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars either on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on all social networks. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is Cult of Splat. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as the Taylor Bartle. Kevin, where they follow you? Just at Kevin Nascota. And Tony, where they follow you? Uh, all social networks. Uh, I mean, I don't do a lot of stuff on my personal ones, but my my art stuff is just Skeletony Art on all of them. And uh, yeah, my website, skeletonyart.com. Also, make sure to check out uh, the Grave Plot Podcast at graveplotpodcast.com. It's the other podcast that Tony and I host all about horror movies. So make sure you listen to that. It's excellent. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks. So until next week, see ya. Bye. Love you.